Welcome back to the P7 Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, joined by co-host, Jake. How are you, mate? Not too bad. How are you? Very good. Episode six this week and a big week at that. An exciting one. Very exciting. Very exciting. Just to, um, before we jump into obviously the big news of the US Open, I'm going to do a quick recap of the other tours this week. So um, first off, the European tour, um, Garrick Higo. He's a South African 21-year-old fellow lefty brotheran. Shot minus uh, shot nineteen under over four four rounds to win by one. Um, wow, pretty yeah, pretty impressive. So went bogey free for the last thirty six holes. Um, shot seven under in the final round, and for the week I think he had one bogey and one double on the card, and that was it. That's incredible for a twenty one year old. Yeah, yeah, to do that on the year to show that tour. kind of yeah. Like, obviously, a lot of the names were at the US Open, but, um, yeah, to start off like that, come out and win your first European Tour event at age 21 is um, is pretty damn impressive. Yeah, for sure. Um, LPGA Tour this week had the Cambia Portland Classic, Maxi. Um, it was a playoff. Mm-hmm. So, between Georgia Hall, um, pretty well-known, um, and Ashley Buhai. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly or not. Um, but Georgia Hall won in a playoff. They both shot 12 under for the week. Um, Georgia went 70, 66, 68. Um, Ashley went 71, 68, 65 to both finish 12 under. Um, so a good win. Um, and Georgia Hall bouncing back. Good playoffs always, always what we want to see. We always Absolutely. talk about match play and, and what you know, uh, what potential there is with match play. So, playoffs always fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, it just goes to show, and that creates that entertainment value. Um, what we've spoken yeah. about previously, and I think, yeah, these playoffs and the FedEx Cup playoffs. I'm not going to hamp on it now because we've been over that. But um, yeah. yeah, I think they need to go down that route a bit more. Um, yeah, PGA Tour, Maxi. U.S. Open, I have Here had an absolute stinker with my pick to miss the cut. You have. You have. He ends up winning it by six. Big Bryson <laughs> Shambo. That's embarrassing. And yeah. He only played out to finish under under par for the week and just monstered the course. Your first reactions to it, mate? Um, look, I, I, picked, I picked DJ. Um, I think he was tied fifth. Yeah, had Pretty, a um, DJ. Uh, DJ was wasn't on at all, and then no. we up on the the leaderboard after the last it round. Slowly, and just yeah. So, Didn't, so I picked DJ because I knew he could hit out of the rough. Yeah, was, yeah, that swing I, speed. I said last week he can hit out of the rough. He can, uh, and, and he's got the and he's got the momentum. Yeah. So that was my. So to see to see Bryson. Um, and some of those videos of him hitting out the rough, it's it's just, yeah, so much value on being able to muscle it out of the rough in a place where you're you're not going to hit the fairway every time. In yeah, fact, I think I think we're talking about uh, what Jeff Ogilvy said in uh, Lynch's video. Yes, yeah, um, Ryan Lynch. Yeah. Um, so he he was saying that 
um, and he was speaking in the year he won it, 2006, um, and saying that it almost doesn't matter how many fairways you hit because everybody's going to miss them. They're that narrow. Yeah. So, um, so I think, and he really stressed the point of when you miss a fairway, being able to hack it out and get up and down. Um, but then, but then moving, moving on from that, you're seeing Bryson hitting greens, holding greens from, from the thick rough. So I think that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I want to get into that a little bit later on too because um, I think course setup could have had a, a pretty defining factor in regards to that because um, mm-hmm. we, yeah, I'll get into it a little bit later on, but I just think it could have held him off a little bit more if the USGA and, um, you know, pulled the pin on those greens um, pretty quickly. But the bloke I really want to talk about um, is Matt Wolf. Yeah. So... Is he 20, 21, 22? About that. Something like that, yep. <laughs> to shoot five under in round three when everyone was struggling. JT just had a mare. Um, no one, I think they were interviewing Xander after round three and they did not see a five under out there. Um, but Dammy was impressive and I really, really thought after that round that he was going to hold every everyone off um, yeah and win it. It, he looked pretty unbeatable at that at that stage um yeah. i mean what what can you say about five under out there i don't think you really need to say anymore <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's yeah just incredible spewing he um he couldn't get it done and he couldn't you know stick with bryce and just made a few little bogeys and a few little mistakes at yeah at wrong times and just couldn't get close enough to put a bit of bit of pressure on him yeah it was a shame i think everyone wanted to see it um, yeah, definitely. But so it happens. He'll he'll learn from it, and I'm sure he'll be there again next year. Really, fingers um, crossed. Fingers crossed. Another one of those good players. Yeah, and another one of those players who smokes it. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and can muscle it out of the rough. He's not as quite as big as you know Bryson Kepka, DJ, whoever. But um, I think he's got that sort of potential as well. Yeah, I think so. That that yeah, as you said, that power he creates and the swing speed. Um, holds him in pretty good stead. I mean, if he can drive the ball like he did for, the, you know, the first few rounds, I think he'll um, he'll definitely, along with Morikawa and Hovland, etc., um, those three are going to be pretty bloody good to watch over the next few years. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, going back to Bryson, I just want to put a few numbers in front of you um, in regards to his strokes gain. So, first of all, Bryson hit the fewest fairways by a US Open championship by a US Open champion since stats have been recorded in 1981 he hit 23 for the week wow that's and that's and I guess that's exactly what Jeff was saying and and what we've been talking about is that that it, that's in this on this course that's not the stat yeah it's it just honestly I'm, doesn't mean anything and yeah for and myself incredible. and I yeah I looked at it before coming into this week because I thought it'd just be a premium. I didn't think he'd be able to overpower the course like he did. But, to yeah, he hit 23 fairways for the week for 64 greens in reg. Yeah. So, to, to, just, to be able to hit that amount of greens from that rough and to, to hold those greens, remember, being mm. how hard and fast they were, that's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, going through the numbers, um, so Bryson... Final round alone, gained seven point nine shots on the field. 
Mm. Over the week, he gained 5.328 off the tee, 7.551 on the approach to the green. But this is where it's really, really impressive. Um, I know the number's not as high as that, but he's not renowned for it. But around the green and on the green itself, he gained 4.973 shots around the green and 4.492 strokes gained with the putter. Yeah, that's. I don't think anyone's talked about his short game this year. Yeah, at, at all. But um, yeah, he's, he's putting, <laughs> for, his putting's phenomenal. Putting is unreal. Yeah, yeah, like he just inside anywhere, and he was just draining him. Like mm. it was, it was crazy good. So yeah, I think that puts it into perspective a bit. Yes, he's um the distance was there and he was spraying it a little bit and this and that, but to have, to gain that many strokes around the green and on the green, um, is always going to hold you in pretty good stead. Yeah. Um, on a lighter note, did you see, <laughs> did you see the footage of a certain Danny Lee having six putts from seven foot? Mm. <laughs> that was hard to watch. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I almost went into my golf bag and snapped my own putter. Oh, mate, I felt. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not going to harp on it that... because there's um, there's a lot of blokes that have felt the same sort of anger and and issues. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> oh. that's testing. It gets you going, doesn't it? The blood starts oh, to boil. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you just <laughs> poor poor Danny, but. Yeah. Interesting car home ride. Yeah. Interesting yeah. ride home in the car. Yeah. Not wrong <laughs> at all. Um, so it sort of leads me into my next point of course setup. Um, I want to get your point as well. Like, um, But I thought, <clears throat> excuse me, that final day was mm-hmm. perfect. That was set up absolutely perfect. The greens had yep. dried out. They were a lot firmer. He'd obviously had the suburb system on a lot more um, and dried them right out. And that's how it should play. Um, and I was so, so disappointed that it didn't play like that in rounds one, two, and three because they could have made it absolutely brutal. Um, and it probably yeah. it probably changes um, Bryce's approach a little bit too in terms of rounds one, two, and three. Uh, if yeah, the greens sure. are that much firmer and, you know, you're bouncing through greens and over the back around, around wing foot is pretty dead. So, yeah, what are your thoughts? I think, yeah, um, as far as Bryson goes, I think he, he I think it would have put a, a premium, well, not a premium, but I think it would have made fairways hit more important because obviously yeah. you're not going to hold a hard green from rough like that. You're not getting any spin. Um, so unless you're catching the right slopes and, and what, what not, it's, yeah, I think it puts a lot more, a lot more on the lie on your second shot. Um, as far as getting them, yeah, I mean, like we said, you always want to, you want to see a hard course. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if they're still, um, I don't know if well, yeah, everyone remembers, um, Shinnecock, that yeah. everyone was, you know, saying it's ridiculous, it's stupid. But 
Uh, yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. But I love to watch see. that. I love yeah. to watch that shit though. Like that's that's. I, I want to see I, Phil cracking it. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. That's a US Open. Um, yeah, that's it. It and, wouldn't be a US Open without something like that. No, and it's what you come to expect. <clears> and um, someone missing the cut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was gonna say, is it time? Is it time for Phil to go full time on the Champions Tour? Can we ask that question yet, Maxi? <laughs> <laughs> not far off, but I tell you what, he, he said made... he said he'll keep playing as long as he's hitting bombs, but he's hitting them sideways. So yeah, go and hit your sideways bombs on the Champions Tour, where you <sighs> make a lot more money each and every week because you're guaranteed yeah. a win, pretty much. Exactly. I. Hmm. <laughs> How old uh, is he? Yeah, oh, two old. Would it be fifty? He would be, yeah. He'd be close to it. Has to not. be. But, yeah, yeah I, I think it's almost time. But, you know, if Phil can play on the PGA Tour still, I think he will. Yeah, I think he's 50, actually. Yeah. <laughs> on the dot. There you go. Um, yeah, I think he's, yeah. Um, he's a great player. Yeah. Um, I wish that he was, com- you know, a bit more competitive so I could see his short game. But Yeah, yeah. And that's that's always the thing that's held him in in great stead is his short game was just elite yeah. um, and yeah. so much better than everyone else. But I think everyone else is starting to really catch him, um, mm, which has sort of cost him in a way um, in terms of longevity. I think, yeah, I think there's other ways, other ways to score as well. I mean, like like we're saying, there's there's a lot of this power game coming in. Yeah, and I think it's. Yeah, just hit hit more greens. Yeah, for and, sure. I mean, you see some of the situations that Phil gets himself in, and his short game has to be that good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, otherwise, he's not getting where he where he got in his career. So, agreed. Yeah. Uh, might be time for the old man to uh, switch it across. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> Still want to see him at Augusta. Yeah, yeah. Well, but... that's yeah. So, leading into that a little bit. Um, Mm-hmm. Next major is obviously the Masters from yeah. prior year, prior season. Who wins it? Does, I, Bri- does Bryson, you know, does he crack the code? Because, like, if if you watch his press conference after his win, he's already looking forward and how he can change yeah. the game even he's more so. Focused. He is going to. Going to test a forty-eight inch driver with Cobra, and I don't know about you. You are but talking it, to a bloke who uses a shorter driver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, so that seems absolutely stupid to me. But, but it's it, that's his that's his strategy. That's yeah, his whole yeah. outlook on golf. And he's he th- he it. thinks yeah, if he can hit it three sixty down there, which is there's very high potential for it to happen if he's using a forty-eight yeah. inch driver even lower lofted than what he already has. I think his game at the moment is about five and a half degree or six degrees yeah. in loft. Yep. So it's ridiculous already. So if he, yeah, he could absolutely rip this place apart, um, mm. which, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. It'll how be, the... Yeah. It, Augusta is wide. Yeah. But, but, and I guess this is this is a difference with winged foot and, and a lot of the courses that you and I play is when you miss the fairway, it's almost dead. Yeah. 
water hazards, you know, bunkers, lost ball. Whereas, you know, winged foot is kind of just muscle it out. So I, I think that's a very different course for, for us anyway in, um, yeah. in Australia. You know, you go off the fairway and you there's a bit of rough and then you're on hard pan. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so, yeah, but then leading into Augusta, that's almost more that way. When you hit the fairway, you're in the trees. And that's a completely different story to yeah. wind foot. But yeah. fairways are wider. So it's just, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how far he takes it. Um, and yeah. it sort of also leads me into my next point is what do the USGA do? And I think they've got to do something now in terms of this because it's hit, yeah, it's hit a point where your most you know, you've narrowed the fairways at Wingfoot and a US Open where no one within the golf community has sort of agreed with how Bryson's approaching the week as a whole and, yeah. how, and his game plan. And he goes out and wins by six and is the only bloke under par for he's the week. Broken, he's broken everyone's everyone's ideas, basically. Everyone, the traditional ideas, he's just broken it. Yeah, exactly right. And, and, and he will continue to. Correct. And that's the thing. It's it's probably time. Like, um, I've got a quote here from Rory's, Rory McIlroy's um, press conference from afterwards. He goes, I don't really know what to say because that's just the complete opposite of what you think a US Open champion does. Look, he's found a way to do it. Whether that's good or bad for the game, I don't know. But it's not the way I saw this golf course being played or this tournament being played. It's kind of hard to really wrap my head around it. I think it's brilliant, but I think he's taken advantage of where the game is at the minute. Whether that's good or bad, but it's just the way it is. With the way he approaches it, with the arm lock putting, with everything, it's just where the game's at right now. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. He's just taking advantage of what we have right now. That's, yeah, that pretty much says it all. I think the... and and quickly t- touch on the putting it's probably not as not as big a deal the arm lock's an interesting one because because we can't anchor now but mm. can you anchor on your arm because your arm's still moving but you, i don't know I, yeah it's, see i'm i'm mass, i'm pretty pretty stern on this i'm pretty massive on this so if you're going to take it away and you can't anchor and you're forcing blokes like adam scott to completely change their putting style then why are you allowing this? Why? Like, why? Mm. I see. Yeah, I agree with you, but I, I, I don't really care about anchoring, to be honest. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't do it. I oh, tried with trust belly me. putters and stuff. I can't do oh, it. I'm okay. I, would, with, I just want to okay. see. You go. <laughs> I'm okay with it if they allow everything to be done and yeah for the blokes like scotty that have already been made to change their putting stroke completely and use a completely different yeah putter is um is pretty ridiculous when this is going on yeah and and the difference between that and the long game is technology in a putter and and a ball (laughs) yeah it helps but but at that level they're not missing the center of the putter yeah ever basically correct their strokes are so so dialed yeah. that no amount of technology is going to make them hole more putts. It might yeah. help them roll the ball better, but but really, I don't think they're going to hole any more putts. And that's but that's what people want to see. Absolutely. So let the guy hold the putter however he wants. If he's holding it, 
let him go. Yeah. yeah. Let him. Exactly. That's, that's, yeah, because I don't I, think there's a massive advantage of, of anchoring it. I agree. Really. And I think it's barking down the wrong tree when something so obvious mm. is, is out there. At, right. Yeah, in front of your eyes. And yeah, it, um, absolutely. Yeah, so I pose the question to you, where do they go next? Where do they go to, you know, pull this distance back? Do they go to the ball? Do they go to the driver heads again? Um, yeah. What do you I, think? Obviously, there's a lot of athleticism involved and you look at the weight and the way Bryson moves and he's still so free even at, you know, 110 kilos or 235, 240 pounds, whatever yeah, it is. whatever it is. Um, and you look at the guys like yeah. Kepka and DJ, they're so athletic that they are creating a lot more power and stuff just purely from a physique point of view. But how do you dial back that to, to give these other blokes a chance in terms yeah. of in terms of driver heads and, you know, shafts or whatever or balls, it's, whatever it is? What do you think? It's, yeah. I, look, I think the biggest change, everyone goes, oh, the ball, the club, it's changed a bit. Obviously, mm. the wood's not wood anymore. Yeah, it's a big difference. If anyone, I mean, I've hit, I've hit them a few times. I'm not sure if you've hit, hit the wooden. Yeah, the old persimmons. Um, yeah. Yep, those ones. They're they're pretty hard to hit, and they, they don't are. go as far. No. But I think the golfer has changed more. Yeah. Than me the equipment. Too. Um, especially in the modern era, you know, mm. past from the start of say medals. I think the golf has changed a lot more um, and we saw it start with VJ and Tiger. Yeah. Um, uh, probably, oh, and Norman, um, but get those, those bigger guys on tour. And obviously Tiger's not that tall, mm. but um, Norman, Norman's very tall. Yeah. <laughs> Massive guy. Just um, the athleticism more of it and more of it, like, yeah. Create- and, it, and it's, they're athletes now. Yeah, they're athletes. They're purely you athletes. Know? They're not the, you know, you, you John Daly's. Like, you have a couple of exceptions um, of guys out there still. But, yeah, like, I, I completely get your point of view. In terms of my yeah. point of view, I think it's – I don't think it's a driver issue. I think it is – if they're going to wind back anything, I think it needs to be the ball. Um, yeah. And I think there needs to be some new, you know, conforming issues where the ball is wound back. Um, or held mm. it, you know, even held it at its current point. I think. Um, I think but, that the trouble is yeah. that it's it's hard to go back. It's easier to stop things from going forward. Yeah. And the the other thing that goes along with that is I don't want to to have a ball that's just being used on tour, on the PGA tour, because then when I go hit a drive and I go, oh, I smoked it. I hit it this far. Yeah. Tiger hits it this far. I can't compare it anymore because they're using a, a different ball. A completely ball, you know different I mean? ball, yeah. There's not many sports and I saw this somewhere, I can't remember. So if you know who it is, you know yeah. who it is. But someone said it's there's not many sports where you can directly compare yourself to the pros. Like, yeah. Without any – there's Issues, nothing different yeah. between you hitting a seven iron off a fairway and someone else. It, it's completely the same. Yeah. It might um, have been James Robinson. But yeah. So yeah, essentially with the balls at the moment, um, I know Titleist do it, but if you go out and buy Pro V or Pro V One X, um, essentially what you're doing is you're using the exact same ball that Tool Pros use. Yeah. However, the only change in it is that with a Tool Pros ball, they are um, quality quality controlled twice instead of just once. 
Uh, yep. That's the only difference. Okay. I know there's a few companies here and there that, you know, have a different ball for their tool players at the moment um, that not many people know about. Yeah. And it's now, the same with, same with other equipment really. So it is. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, it's like that, those triple diamond driver heads, for example. However, yeah. I think, yeah, I think the ball sort of needs to be definitely, um, you know, it can't get further. Nah, it's got to I stop think. now um, before it gets mm. too much. Because, um, yeah, it's sort of teetering on that fine line at the moment. Um, it is. It's very close. Like, I'm not yeah, going to extremes just yet because, obviously, you look other than Bryson um, for no one to finish under par at a PGA to a, you know, major event is... Um, is pretty yeah. good in terms of, you know, how the course, they, that, that's how they what you want to see. Yeah. Really. How they wanted to set it's up just, the course. Yeah. Um, it's just funny to see, to see one person overpower. Yeah. Course yeah. Correct. And nobody else do it. And because it would have been interesting to see Kepka. Correct. Yeah. And that's, um, that's huge. And I hope he's okay for, for the masters. I really do because it, it'll yeah create that talking yeah, point. Sure. Um, but you you know, he could, for all we know, at the moment, once he, you know, gets the injury right and that, he could be doing the exact same thing that Bryson's doing. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, yeah, there's, there is absolutely every chance of that. So it'd be interesting to see what they come out with and whether or not these guys just, you know, below him, um, like your JTs, etc., go out now and put an emphasis on, you know, gaining gaining that weight, gaining, you know, that swing speed, um, and seeing it, what it can do for the game. Jordan Speed, perfect example. Here you go. So has been horrendous for two, three years now. Mm. Does he go away and do something extremely dramatic, bulk up, hit the gym, and gain a lot of swing speed and try and overpower a course instead of trying to finesse the driver around, which he can't do to save himself at the moment? Does no, he, does he make that dramatic change? It's an interesting one. Um, we know that he has wrist issues. Yeah. Um, he can't supinate, I think, his left wrist. So basically he has a really weak grip. Yeah. And then he has a chicken wing. Yeah. So that he doesn't have to flip it. Yeah. So so yeah, like it'd be it'd be interesting to see if, if he went away and bulked up, if he could could push through that or um yeah, or how, how that would work. So that's always the way I've seen that his swing is a little different just because of his body. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's whether that's holding him back now because 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 it just seems that the, the easiest way to score well is just to hit it a long way. Yeah, sure. And it, it's just as simple as that, I think. Yeah. Well, that's what we saw this week anyway. I think he definitely needs something dramatic to ch- or a dramatic change um, personally to sort of, you know, try and get back in the top 10, top 20. Because we all know he's got the game and his short game. His putting's still really, really good. He's look- incredible. Yeah, I was looking at um, stats today or yesterday. Um, and for last season's PGA Tour, he was still in the top 10 for putting. Um, yeah, yeah, for putts per round. That's so crazy. Yeah, it just goes to show how one part of your game has to be so dialed in. And if it's not, it can really cost you like it has with Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's important and it's just, and yeah, it's different now. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. 
it's just so different. Yeah. No dramas. Um, so Tory Pines next year. Um, mm-hmm. so it's going to be sort of similar to Wingfoot, just yeah. a few more trees. Um, fairways are nice and narrow. I think, yeah, it's it's not my favourite track in the world. However, mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they make any dramatic changes um, in regards to the course setup. Yeah, it's it's whether those trees... Because you look at Wingfoot and you've got to spray it a long way offline to, to have the trees in play on, on most holes. Yeah. Other than sort of 18, uh, where you've got them on the corner. Yeah, the rough search predominant hazard. Yeah. So, so it's what happens. I, I mean, you think of Bryson's game. What happens if you bring that tree line in five meters on each yeah. side? What happens if you bring in ten meters? Because then you've got a much higher, well, I think a much higher premium hitting fairways. Because if you're in that deep rough and then you've got to shape a shot, that's just almost going to be impossible. Yeah, agreed. There'll be a agreed. lot of zigzagging, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no um, which is what we want to see. Absolutely. But, but is that is that the way to stop the, the the overpowering players? Is that is that way to to reel them back in? Yeah, it's the magic question, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. So just to wrap up our U.S. Open um, for the week, well done to our uh, weekly or our U.S. Open giveaway winner Ryan Peter Butch, who guessed uh, Bryson to win at minus eight. Bryce had won with a score of minus six. So Budgie has won himself a shout-out. Shout-out, Budgie. Um, And and a sleeve of Pro V1. So um, we'll get them to you, no doubt, in the near distant future. I was going to add one more thing on a lighter note. What do we think on on Paddy? On Paddy? On those videos that came out today, Patrick Reid. Oh yeah, okay. So Improving. for those, yeah, for those or who don't know, for those who don't know, obviously Patrick Reed has a notoriously bad habit of improving his life. Um, there was a video that came out that sort of, I mean, it's, it's a lot of clickbait through this one, yeah. but um, they sort of zoomed in on Patrick's wedge just in the rough, on the fringe between the fringe and the rough, um, on. Was it 18, 18th grade? I'm know. not sure what hole Somewhere. it was. But, um, yeah, it looked like he was sort of pressing down the rough a little bit. Um, for me, and, yeah, I, I'm not going to nitpick it because it wasn't a clear improvement of the life for me, um, personally, like he has done in the past with the sand, etc. cetera. Um, so I think, he probably deserves the benefit of doubt on this one, even with his prior discretions. But yeah, it's an interesting video to watch. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. I, to me, I, I was looking at how much the ball was sitting up in front of his clubs. Obviously, there's a bit of cushion under it, and to me, it just looked literally just looked like he grounded his club. Yeah. I mean, we we all know when you put your club down next to the ball, the club sinks down a lot more. Yeah, correct. So yeah. So I, I honestly just think he was grounding his club, and someone's yeah. just gotten. The right angle and gone. Oh yeah, yeah. He agreed. granted his club, picked it up, granted it again, or, or whatever he did. So, but he's he got to be—he's got to be very wary of that right now because oh. every, everyone is watching him. Everyone's watching every shot yeah. just for that. 
And like even something like that, so minute, um, that probably happens, you know, 20 times throughout a PGA Tour event to different players, yeah. they're going to pick up on him because they of his prior discretion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all they want is to get him. So hopefully he pulls his head in and sort of stops yeah. the rubbish. I think if he had have pulled the club back on that low you know, along the ground, I think he yeah. would have been in trouble. Yeah, me but too. He, I think he just grounded it. I yeah. don't think there's any more in it. Completely, completely agree. A um, couple of lighter notes to wrap up with. Uh, there was a new driver head on the USGA conforming list this week, Maxi. Lovely. Thoughts? <laughs> um, I actually couldn't find pictures. Yeah, okay. So. For um, for those who don't know, the Titleist um, obviously have just chucked on tour their TSI range, TSI 2, TSI 3. Um, so TSI 4 appeared on the USGA's conforming list this week. Um, Going to be pretty similar by the sounds of it to TS4. Um, so it's going to be their lowest spinning head for that real high spin player. So if you don't know, Adam Scott put it in play last year with TS4. He's now moved into TSI 3. Um, I think Max Homer had it in play for a little bit as well. Um, but yeah, it's, essentially it's going to be um, a really minute market, but for that really, really high spin player, this really, really low spin head. So it's 430 headers as well. Or it, it does look quite small. Four. Yeah, it was in they a TS4. So, um, yeah, if that's sort of that class, real classic look. Uh, yeah, looks good to me though, mate. Looks awesome, but yeah, yeah, probably not for yeah, not ninety-eight point five percent of golfers <laughs> out least, there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's another but thing I did notice too is with the um, the new TSI range, they're going to be half a degree stronger in terms of their driver heads. So, um, the oh, okay. range. The range in the TS was um, 8.5, 9.5, 10.5, 11.5, etc. This is going to be 8, 9, 10, 11, maybe 12. Um, okay, so they're taking the halves out. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense to me. Fair enough. They've got the um, they've got the, that sure fit hosel is 0.75 either way. Yeah, oh, and and a degree and a half. So honestly, if you're getting a fit, I think it's just it's just easier. Yeah, exactly. No, I like it. Um, so schedule this week, PJ tour, go, um, to the Correa's Punta Cana resort and club championship. Um, not many, not many names playing. I think, you know, the next one that we'll probably see, um, a few names at is the Zozo championship at Sherwood now, um, which is in a few weeks time, just sort of leading into the masters in, in mid November. Um, so yeah, I dare say a few of those sort of top names will take a few weeks off just to refresh a little bit before then and dial in the games. Um, Euro tour this week, a couple of names playing this week actually, cause it's the Irish open at Gorm Castle golf club. Um, so I had a look through the entry field and so far Shane Lowry's playing. Um, it's always good to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Aussie boy, Lucas Herbert is also playing. After um mm-hmm. after the US Open this week, so interesting couple of guys to watch. See if uh, see if Larry can get a win under his belt. Mm, um, we know he's good on the links courses, so yeah, yeah, um, windy conditions, etc. So yeah, be interesting to see. I've never seen Gorm Castle, um, so 
yeah, no doubt it's a mint track in Ireland, just like the rest <laughs> of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Corn Ferry Tour have the Wichita Open this week. Um, so interesting to see. Um, just reiterating back on the US Open or returning back to the US Open, Will Zalatoris is the leading uh, leading the Corn Ferry Tour um, and just a mile ahead. And I think he finished in the top 10 this week on the US you know, in the US Open, which is, yeah, credit where credit's due. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great, great effort. He's, yeah, he's pretty, more than more than ready. <laughs> yeah, pretty bloody talented and going to be one to watch for the future. Um, that about wraps us up this week, Maxi. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll either be back next week or the week after, just depending on um, some news and some equipment news. Um, and if anything happens major in these tour events. A little bit, yeah, a little bit of a quiet time coming up, I think. For yeah, exactly. So we might wind it down a little bit. We've got a little bit in the works in terms of interviews. So keep on the lookout for them, guys. Um, yeah, sort of trying to expose um, a few more of the sort of Australians and, you know, your PGA professionals, etc., around the traps um, in our local area. So, you know, we need to get around them and, you know, promote the game of golf. So I think it's going to be a good good way of doing that. Yeah. Perfect. All right, that wraps us up. Thanks, guys. Take care. See you later. Cheers.